Sefer Shemois begins with Eile Shemois B'nei Yisrael Habar Mitzrayim. And these are the names of B'nei Yisrael who are coming to the land of Mitzrayim. And the question is, why does the Torah use the word Habaim, who are coming, present tense, instead of Shabau, past tense, who came to Mitzrayim? The children of Yaakov had arrived in Egypt many years earlier, recorded in Parshas Vayigash. So why imply they are just coming right now? And as far as explained that the word Habaim indicates that Yaakov implanted in his children the feeling that whenever they are in Gaulus, they should never sense as if they are citizens. Throughout the generations, in whatever exile we find ourselves, we should always view ourselves as aliens. We should never feel comfortable when we are in a foreign land. Rather, we should always feel as if we have just arrived, just came off the boat. Usually, the longer someone is present in a location, the stronger their sense of belonging develops. They start out feeling like a stranger, but with time, they start to feel like a resident, part of society, part of the culture. They feel like they belong there. However, Yaakov taught us, if at every moment we will feel as though we don't belong there, we will not even attempt to fit in, and we'll keep on dreaming about our true home, Eitz Yisrael. And that's the message of Abba'im, present tense. Even though Yosef had saved the country from starvation, and Yaakov Avinu stopped the famine, despite that, the Torah says Abba'im, Klal Yisrael always felt like strangers in a strange land. Chazal say the reason Klal Yisrael was Zoichet to Geula is because they didn't change their names, their language, or their mode of dress. These are the first things that an immigrant changes when trying to fit into a new country. Yaakov Avinu communicated this message to his children. Golas is not home. There's a story told about a man that lived in Eretz Israel, and he approached the Belzer Rebbe, and he told him, Rebbe, I'm struggling with Parnassah. My business is failing. I heard if I move overseas, there's much demand for my product there and I can revive my business. Please give me a bracha that I be matzliach. The Rebbe gave his chassad a bracha and he promised that he would find financial success over there. Before he departed, the Rebbe told him, when you arrive, please write me a letter and let me know how things are going. The chassad uprooted his family and reestablished his business in that foreign country. He immediately experienced tremendous financial success. He wrote a letter informing the Rebbe that he was doing very well financially. However, he lamented, Rebbe, the spiritual state of affairs in this town leaves much to be desired, and I'm so upset, I'm very distressed over it. The Rebbe replied, despite the spiritual challenges, remain in that country, and again gave him a bracha that he be successful. A few months later, the Chassid wrote another letter, and was virtually a replica of the first letter. Materially, I'm doing well but the town is lacking spirituality. The Rebbe wrote back, continue doing what you're doing. A year later, the Chassid writes a third letter, and now the tone of the letter changed. There was no sense of anxiety. He finally sounded relieved. Rebbe, business is great, and I even acclimated to the new spiritual conditions. The Rebbe responded, pack up all your belongings and return home immediately. The Rebbe later explained, as long as you had that sense of habayim, you felt like a stranger, you were aware of your spiritual danger, and you felt like this is your temporary home, your guard was up. You were not in danger of assimilating into that culture. But the moment you considered the situation not to be that bad, when you stopped feeling like habayim, you feel like a resident, then it's time to move back home. We read in the parasha when Hashem instructed Moshe to go to Parah and demand the release of Kal Yisrael from Mitzrayim, 
Hashem tells Moshe, this is the message I want you to relate to Parai. Hashem alekeya ivrim, nikra aleinu. Hashem, the God of the Ivrim, appeared to me. Ivrim, what does that mean? The patriarch of Ka Yisrael, Avraham Avinu, is known as Avraham Ivri. Avraham was the quintessential Ivri. Chazal say, all of the world was on one side, by Ever Echad, and Avraham was on the other side. We are called Ivrim. Ka Yisrael remains isolated from all the other nations of the world. We are unique. Mamleches Kahanim Begoy Kadash, God's chosen people. We are not governed by the same rules. There's a story told about a Jewish woman that lived in Manhattan, and she was very concerned that her 12-year-old son was very short. So she approached her pediatrician and asked him, Doctor, would it be necessary for me to take my son to an endocrinologist? And the doctor, a fine elderly Italian gentleman, told her, Mrs. Levy, don't worry about your son. You are part of the holy nation. In the secular world, perhaps, I would advise you to consult a specialist. It is a world that values vanity. People are narcissistic and take pride in their physical appearance. There, physical height is important. But your world is different. I know Rabbi Feinstein, the grand rabbi that lives here on the Lower East Side. Physically, he may be a short man, but he's a giant in stature. You don't need to see anyone. Your son will be just fine. You live in a world that measures people by character and scholarship, not by physical height. We are different. Even the nations of the world know that. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.